نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا انه من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله بلغ الرساله واد الامانه ونصح الامه وكشف الغمه وتركنا على المحجه البيضاء اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وقدوتنا محمد بن عبد الله وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله ولتنظر نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله ان الله خبير بما تعملون in the name of Allah the beneficent the gracious the merciful I bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship, devotion, servitude, except Allah Azza wa Jal, the creator and sustainer and fashioner of the heavens and the earth. And I bear witness that Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his final messenger. We begin, dear brothers and sisters, by recalling the, the blessings of Allah Azza wa Jal. Alhamdulillah, what a beautiful expression to begin with, that Allah has gathered us that Allah Azzawajal has blessed us with our families, with our strength, and with faith, and with La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, with our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that we're able to say, Allahumma salli wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Say it, brothers and sisters. It, in, in, it in, invokes and it invites the blessings of Allah Azzawajal, that Allah is with us, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, that we're in this masjid, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Last week we spoke of trials and trauma, and we spoke of how we speak of trauma and how you and I deserve a congratulations. Deserve a congratulations from Allah and our beloved Prophet Muhammad Wasallam. If you find yourself exercising and practicing patience through trials, even if it's a prick of a thorn, even if you're scratched on your skin. And we spoke about how if you're not able to nurture the ability to practice those spiritual, powerful tools during these tests that are little, then how can we face the bigger traumas in life? When somebody annoys you, when, when something scratches your skin, when, you know, we're not feeling well, are we able to say, إِنَّا لِلَّهُ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ To Allah we belong and to Allah we return. And we spoke of how Allah Azzawajal says, congratulations to you. Bushra. You're blessed that you have patience. And it's going to build you up and raise you to Allah. We spoke of trials in general, but I want to ask you today, what can be more difficult and trying and painful than illness, physical illness? Oftentimes when we're walking here, me and dear brother Tara, we're usually flooded with requests for jobs for illnesses, right? This is the thing we need the most. You know why? Because we know the experience of illness. We know the experience of pain. It hurts. It takes a toll. It's suffering. Right? And nobody can deny you this. It's, it's as if life itself is stopping, is pausing, is crippled. When you go through that pain, whether it's a little tiny headache, back pain, or serious illness, you know, cancer, you know, you know sugar levels that are low, like diabetes, kidney illness, liver, whatever it is, bones, you cannot move. We know what it does to us in our lives. It's very painful and it hurts. Just as we spoke last week, for those particular trials, we hear often 
us reciting the famous verse in the Quran in Surah Al-Baqarah, لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا Allah will never burden you beyond your capacities. When we see others go through an illness, we love to quote it for them. Oh, don't worry. Have patience. Allah will not give you more than what you can handle. But you're like, I'm not handling this. I'm not doing this well with this. I'm crumbling. I'm not able to function mentally. I'm confused. I'm overwhelmed. I can't take this pain. And you know, brothers and sisters, that we really shouldn't be, you know, daring to say to somebody, come on, have patience through this. It's just a test. You have no idea what hurt or suffering they're going through through their illness. It can take somebody to the brink. It is not easy to go through cancer, through our major treatments, and suffer through all of this. But in the midst of that, how do you actually cultivate their strength? How do you respond when you're taken to that limit? When you're about to crumble with the illness? When you're about to give up? When you're about to say to Allah, Ya Allah, like, what are you doing to me? I don't deserve this. These children don't deserve this illness. How come, you know, we just heard me and my wife of a close family, somebody, you know, close to their kid. It's just two-year-old kid has heart failure. And right now he's in the ICU, right? How many of us start questioning Allah? Like, what is this child? What does he deserve to go through a heart failure right now? You see, within those difficult trials, and whether you're hearing about it, or whether you're going through, through it yourself, or whether you see your own child, is a, is, a, is a tremendous, tremendous time for you to either ascend or descend. Tremendous opportunity and a time right now to exhibit faith or lack of faith. It is not easy. Because we know very well how it feels. The question is, how do you respond when you're driven to the brink in an illness? How do you deal with it? How do you find strength? How do you overcome it such that you live better, healed, closer to Allah? Not having failed the test. Because at the end, as we said last week, it's a decree from Allah before creation happens. And we spoke of Musaibah as, as an arrow. It's meant for you. The time, the duration, the depth of the pain, meant for you. And it's all good. Listen to the words of Prophet Muhammad wasallam. It is reported by Abu Huraira that they both went to visit someone who was ill. And it was the habit of the Prophet wasallam to check on people. Check on how they're feeling. We speak of faith, but what about caring for somebody else's pain? Empathizing with them. Understanding they need you. That's why we're in a community. Right? If we don't pray for each other, and we're not caring to ask about each other, then we're no good. And our faith is empty. So he is going, checking on people. He heard of someone who is ill. He said, to Abu Hurairah, let's go check on them. So he went to check on them. And the Prophet wasallam, as soon as he saw this ill person, he comforted him. He died for them, and then he said to him, Abshir, similar to what we said last week, Congratulations. Glad tidings to you. For Allah says, Congratulations, glad tidings to you. This thing, painful thing you're going through, this illness, Allah says, It is my fire. I subject to my believers to it so that it's their portion of the fire of the hereafter. It's a replacement for whatever it is we fear from the, fear from the hereafter, here it is, Allah is giving it to you right now. 
so that you're completely safe from the torment of the hereafter. Who amongst us thought of this when we were going through pain? Alhamdulillah, Rabbil I can take this. If I think this is difficult, Alhamdulillah, Allah Azza wa cares for me so much that He bestowed this mercy on me such that I don't get touched by the adversity of the hereafter. The Prophet was visiting with his own daughter, Fatima. And imagine now a heart, a heart of a gentle father, compassionate father, a mercy to all the creation, finding his own daughter, beloved Fatima. She was having humma, um, fever. And then when he saw her, and look at this, Fatima is a human being, beloved. The family of the Prophet right? who is more noble. Yet she was a human being feeling pain. And we cannot deny pain of other people. Right? She was going through such excruciating pain from her fever that in the presence of her father, she says, Oh, yes, father. When he asks her, How are you, Fatima? How are you feeling? She says, Alhumna, ya walidi. Like, oh, Alhumna, the, the, the fever, O Prophet of Allah, or my beloved, O father. It's, it's difficult. You know, when you go through fever, in, in a flu, you know, we have the flu going around that is killing people. It's not a joke, right? She says, Oh, it's, 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 it's awful. Allah. She says, this fever, may Allah's curse be on it. May Allah's curse be on it. That's how upset she was and how much pain she was experiencing. He looks at her back, doesn't yell at her. What does he tell her? Oh my daughter, don't curse it. Don't curse this fever. Don't curse it for the one in whose Hand is the life of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, meaning Allah Azza. By Allah Azza wa Jal, this favor that you're going through, it shall never leave a believer with a sin. You're going through it; it's cleansing you completely, like cleansing the gold. And we indeed, brothers and sisters, use the term, describe the term last week of fitna. How Allah refers to to tests and trials as, you know, with a term that is used. So the cleansing process of gold means you're gold. You're going through things not because you're unworthy, but because you're golden to Allah Azza wa And illness is one of those things that Allah afflicts the believer to cleanse you and raise you up to Allah Azza wa That pain, those tears, those feelings of hurt, they're so dear to Allah Azza wa They're beloved to Allah Azza wa And they're going to in- invite the mercies of Allah Azza wa In the Al-Muatta, Beautiful hadith. That really, I pray to Allah that we inculcate and internalize. In the presence, in the midst of the suffering. In the midst of the suffering, that we don't forget this. And this is only visible to those who have vision in the heart, basira, in the heart. That Allah blessed them in that time of difficulty. The Prophet says, When the person... The servant of Allah is afflicted with an illness, no matter what the illness is. It doesn't limit it or define it as a major illness. It doesn't just say cancer or paralysis. Whatever it is, prick up a thorn. Illness, pain, physical pain, mental pain. Illness, right? It could be emotional pain, right? If you're afflicted with an illness, Allah instantly sends you two angels and he'll say, فَقَالَ أُنْذِرُ مَاذَا يَقُولُ لِعُوَّادِهِ أي زوارِهِ فَإِنْ هُوَ إِنْ جَاءُهُ حَمَدَ اللَّهُ وَأَثْنَى عَلَيْهِ رَفَعَ ذَلِكَ إِلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَهُوَ أَعْلَمْ يَقُولُ لِعَبْدِهِ 
علي إن توفيته أن أدخله الجنة وإن أنا شفيت أن أدله لحما خيرا من لحمه ودما خيرا من دمه وأنا أكفر عنه سيئاته Allah Ajal sends you instantly two angels and he says check on him or her see what they say to their visitors see people are going to come and visit you check on you, say how are you doing today you know you have a headache in the morning somebody's checking on you, what do you say when they tell you how are you doing Allah says check on him those two angels, and Allah is aware doesn't need angels to check but just to show what Allah sends you so if you find him thanking Allah with those people that ask him about his condition and praising Allah. You, you know, you catch yourself say, Alhamdulillah, yeah, I'm, I'm going through this thing. It doesn't mean you don't explain what you're going through. It doesn't mean you deny it. But you say, Alhamdulillah, I'm going through this. Alhamdulillah, Rabbi, Allah is kind and generous and good. If they find you doing this, they'll instantly raise the news to Allah Azza wa They'll raise this report to Allah Azza wa and Allah receives it. After saying them, what did he or she say? Then instantly Allah upon that, He says, He says to the servant who is ill, Upon me, it's a right upon me, that if this person dies as a result of this illness, that I shall enter him or her Jannah. No matter what it is. Right upon me. It's my, you're right on me, that I'll enter you Jannah. That if you, were to live through it, I shall replace your flesh with a better flesh. Blood better than your blood. And I'll cleanse you completely of all, all of your sins. Every single time. Imagine the pains we go through every time, every single day. And we're not understanding the opportunities that are coming to us for our entire being to be replaced. Our flesh and our blood and our hearts and souls to be renewed. To be turning into stars with Allah Hazrat. But even more, that I'm surrounded by the angels of Allah. How many of us thought of this? Allah sends His angels to be around you, to hover around you with their wings. That we even understand that the dua, you're so beloved to Allah in that state of weakness. When you're on the lane on your bed, then no one understands your pain. No one understands it. And you might find yourself helpless. That in that time, you're so beloved to Allah that your cries and your agonies are so dear that your du'as are answered by Allah. That's why we know that we learn to, just as we tell people, ask people going to Umrah and Hajj, oh please pray for me. Well, we need to also learn to ask people who are ill to pray for you. We pray for them, but they need to pray for you because their du'as are answered. But how can the du'a be answered if the heart is not trusting in Allah? If it's questioning Allah, if it's doubting Allah, if it's complaining about Allah in that time. Allah has drawn our attention in the Qur'an to this. This is where faith is. We often speak of faith. We often speak of sharia, the halal and the haram, and they're very important. This is the path of Allah. But in those difficult moments of life, in those trials, because this is happening every day, every single one of us knows pain. Right now. I'm sure something is annoying you. I'm sure something is paining you. We know it. We know how it feels. We're going through this every day. Do you think Allah is not, not, not going to tackle this? This is the heart of faith. This is where you can really, not only demonstrate faith, but build your faith in those moments. You see, before we're afflicted with the big things, the little things are the opportunities to build the iman and the patience. But if I cannot, if I'm crumbling every single time I experience pain, 
when my child annoys me, when I'm disagreeing with my spouse, if I'm crumbling with every one of those, how can I handle the bigger trials? You have no repository of strength. These are the greatest moments in our lives. Can you see your illness as an opportunity, as khair? This is where faith is. And we need to cultivate it. So Allah draws our attention to it in the Qur'an. He teaches us so much. And He tells us that the path of the predecessors, the stars that we admire, has gone through this path of trial. And He gives us different flavors of different prophets that have exhibited incredible qualities, shined, shined, with amazing, extraordinary, unique qualities, right, that became peculiar to them. They became known for those qualities. So, who is the prophet that we have known to have been identified? His name became synonymous with illness because he passed the test. Ayub. Wow. When we mention Ayub, السلام, what do we think? We think of illness. What is Allah telling us? Pay attention. Here's your opportunity. Right? We can speak of in glorious terms about these prophets. But why is He telling us these stories? To cultivate our own strength and patience so that you can become a star. And with your illness, you can become a star, star to Allah. What does Allah say about Ayyub? Listen to the words of Allah. Because it's now referring to the time of the test. What does He say, subhanahu wa ta'ala? إِنَّا وَجَدْنَاهُ صَابِرًا نِعَمَ الْعَبْدُ إِنَّهُ أَوَّابُ We found him صَابِرًا In a state, patient. When? In the test. نِعَمَ الْعَبْدُ He is a blessed, righteous, excellent servant. إِنَّهُ أَوَّابُ Why is he excellent, outstanding? Because he kept returning to Allah. What's his story? See, the background story is what's, what's amazing. We know the story of Ayyub. He was blessed with so much. So much wealth. So much beauty. He was handsome. And he had a, a, a large family of children reported that, it's reported he had seven boys, seven Girls, daughters, happy life, picture-perfect life. Picture-perfect life, right? Successful business, lots of people around him. Thankful to Allah in the midst of all of this. Suddenly, brothers and sisters, the most severe of afflictions hits him from every direction. He loses his family. Lost many of his children. His own family, brothers and sisters. God. Can you imagine? We spoke last week of the father that lost one child, the parents that lost one child. Right? Imagine the difficulty and the pain of this. Imagine now losing everyone in your own family. All those gifts taken away because they belong to Allah. On top of this, he was hit with something equally severe. Illness. But what kind of an illness? Severe illness. Very severe illness that afflicted his entire body. And according to some reports, it was so devastating that his own skin became rotten. SubhanAllah. And now people deserted him. No one was left around him except his own wife. Just his wife stuck around. Can you imagine? I just lost the most precious beings in my life. They're gone. My own body, I cannot get up. 
afflicted with ailments and pain. I cannot get up. People deserted me. I'm abandoned. What could be a more difficult test? Can you get hit with something harder than this? And who is this? A beloved prophet of Allah Going through these difficult trials. His own wife, it is reported, that she was so overwhelmed with the, with the difficulties and they became so poor and lost even their own wealth. Lost everything. That she had to go out and sell braids of hair. Cut her own hair, right? At an old age. Cut her own hair to sell the hair so that she can get some income. To feed her husband and herself. This is the condition. But she also now, in the midst of this hardship and pain, remember when I spoke of limits? Even the wife of a prophet had to go through this difficult moment where she felt she was about to crumble. In case we question so much ourselves, like, right? Well, here's the wife of a prophet taken to the brink, pushed to the limit. How much? She went to her husband. She said, oh, ask Allah for relief. This is beyond our limits. Ask Allah for relief. Is that too much to ask? No. Ask Allah for relief. We have to ask Allah for relief. What is it you tell her? I'm too shy to raise my hands to Allah, asking for anything now. For He has blessed us with blessings for seven years. And we have gone through decade and a half of this, because they're going through it for about 17 years or so. It's nothing. Allah is merciful. Right? He is shy, brothers and sisters, to even raise his hands saying, I deserve relief. He's concerned about the condition of his heart. This is the life of a problem. He was like, be patient. Right? But what did he do? Allah has tells us in the Quran what he did. How did Allah find him? Allah tells us in Surah Al-Anbiya, وَأَيُّبَ إِذْ نَادَى رَبَّهُ رَبِّ إِنِّي مَسَّنِيَ الضُّرُ وَأَنْتَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَمْ وَوَهَبْنَا لَهُ أَهْلَهُ وَمِثْلَهُمْ مَعَهُ رَحْمَةً مِنْ عِنْدِنَا رَحْمَةً مِنْ عِنْدِنَا وَذِكْرَى لِلْعَابِدِينَ Beautiful verses from Allah Azza wa in which He tells you how He found Ayyub in that difficult moment, when He is about to crumble. When anyone could have given up. Given up on Allah, given up on ourselves, on life, on faith. He says, وَأَيُّبَ إِذْنَادَ رَبَّهِ Ayyub, in that moment, before the cure came, before relief came, he called out to Allah. Nada, called out to the beloved, Rabbah. The one who nurtured and raised them up. He didn't forget him. Turned to him right away. With what? What words? Allah teaches us what words. Beautiful, powerful words. Rabbi, inni masani adurru wa anta arhamur rahimi. A jewel from Allah. May we memorize and understand this. Rabbi, my nurture. Imagine that moment when you're not feeling well. This is it. Here it is. The pain is here. The hurt is here. And you're turning to Allah. In that moment, before the relief comes, He says, Rabbi, my master, my nourisher, my nurturer. Inni masani adurru. Indeed, adversity has seized me, has touched me. Masani, just touched me. Because it's little. Still compared to anything, it's little. 
And you are the most merciful of the merciful. That's all he said. Rabbi, inni masani al-dhurru wa anta arhamir. Oh my Lord, oh my Master, oh my Nurturer, Rabbi, mine. Pain, adversity has touched me, and you are the most merciful of the merciful. So Allah says, here's what we did. فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَا Answered him right away. فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَا Right away, Allah knows what's in his heart. He's saying, oh, well, you're the most merciful. That's what he says. He didn't even say, cure me. He says, you're merciful. Your illness is a mercy. Your cure is a mercy. You're merciful. I'm blessed. Allah says, we answered him. And we have brought back his family. Sent back a family to him. Granted them children, even at old age. Many of them. How much? Twice as many as the children he had before. Suddenly the doors opened. Relief opened. Healing opened. Came. The wealth came back. Everything came back. Is that a guarantee for all of us? No. But Allah wants to teach us, I can change your conditions in a second. What's happening with your heart? Are you passing this test? Are you understanding the blessing? Even the patience? Even trusting? Even appealing to Allah in that moment of pain? It's not about the relief and the cure. It's not about this. It's having the patience. And when you have the patience, Allah will bless you, protect you, cleanse you, and surround you with His angels. And you're in a place that others will envy you on. And if you were to see the unseen, you would say nothing but Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Blessings, brothers and sisters, through illness. Indeed, he went through a tragedy, but he passed a tragedy that Ayyub's name became the name that we all know. Synonymous with how to handle illnesses, pain, suffering that ails you, that afflicts your body, that afflicts your mind, that afflicts your emotions. How desperate are we for this? Because we all know it. We all need to do this, and we all need to teach it to others around us. We need to become the example such that when people see us, how will they find you? Will the angels that Allah sends find you thankful in the time of illness? When you're limping? When you just fell on the stairs and hurt yourself or scratched yourself and got a wound and you're bleeding? What are your children seeing you exhibit? Complaints? In that moment when you're about to, when you're about to complain about Allah, because of pain, saying, oh, I've been suffering so much, it's too much. My child is going through all of this. This is too much. Right? I don't know when the relief will come. When is it going to come? And you can sense, even when you say, Alhamdulillah, that there's a complaint behind it. Yeah, Alhamdulillah. Right? But you can sense there's total ingratitude. Total lack of contentment. You sense it. And it affects even the person that you're talking to. As opposed to strength. But you're not going to get the strength without these dots. It's an opportunity. Allah said, use these tools, you're going to draw strength from Allah. Allah is going to raise you and elevate you and empower you and join you with his angels in that moment just as he did with Ayyub and relief will come inshallah. We ask Allah to bless us with patience and strength and to grant us the ability to turn to him, to turn to him and appeal to him as a shafi the healer, in times when we are experiencing pain and illness. Okay, tell me afterwards, inshallah. Tell me afterwards, inshallah.
الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الخلق وسيد المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. My dear brothers and sisters, congratulations to you. Hanian, Mushra, glad tidings to you. If you go through any difficulty, any pain, physical pain or ailments, or if you're a child or a family member, congratulations. If you're able to turn to Allah, say, Rabbi, إِنِّي مَسَّنِيَ الضُّرُّ وَأَنْتَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّبِيَ Allah. Adversity has touched me, has touched my child, my spouse, and you are the most merciful of the merciful. Merciful, and if you find yourself patient and appealing to Allah as Shafi, maybe that Allah wants you now in that time to just learn something about Him. We reject adversity and illness, but how would you know about Allah and His name as Shafi, the, the Healer, if you're not going to go through an illness? See, Allah subjects us to these things to learn about His qualities and turn to Him and appeal to Him. You'll never understand the power of Allah to heal if you don't go through an illness. Would you have thought about this as one of the reasons and the wisdoms to go through this? Would you have thought that Allah loves to hear your voice and sometimes He tells the angels, don't give this the cure yet. I love to hear the voice of my servant crying out to me. He loves to hear your voice. He loves to see your tears. They're precious and dear to Him. That indeed He will not afflict you burden you with more than what you can handle. It's impossible. But you're not going to have the strength without using the tools. And the tools, last week we learned one tool. Inna lillah. To Allah we belong, to Allah we return. Today we learned another specific tool given to us from Allah. That's what's going to raise you up. Inna lillah wa nalihirajaun. Rabbi inni mastani al-burru. Wa anta arhamar rahimin. Ya Allah, my Lord, adversity has touched me. And you are the most merciful of the merciful, given to you by Allah. Exhibited by a beautiful Prophet of Allah. Congratulations to you if you're able to say this day. And Allah will open extraordinary doors for you. So what do we do in conclusion? When we're going through an illness, when we're going through pain, when someone around us is going through pain, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Prophet Muhammad provided beautiful, beautiful examples and sayings that really invoke the healing from Allah Allah is a Shafi. First of all, brothers and sisters, when we're going through an illness, we need to seek, right, medicinal paths and solutions. These are not mutually exclusive. Allah wants us to use the means available to us. So we need to seek medicine. Whatever medicine that is that is that, that can help you out, inshaAllah, whatever treatments, we need to seek them. But understanding that the healing is from not from the medicines, from Allah. He is the healer behind the medicine, but he wants you to use the means given to you. He wants you to go check yourself out. And not be among those who leave it to chance. That, is, that means that we're not taking care of the gifts of Allah, and our bodies are gifts. Gifts. But what should you do? Little did we know, the Prophet wasallam, and this is one of the most powerful treasures, he actually says, وسلم, that Surah Al-Fatiha is a better healer than anything else. How many of us know that when we're not feeling well, the Prophet used to recite Al-Fatiha? Fatiha. Recite it many times upon the pain. Put your hand on the pain and read Surah Al-Fatiha. Best healer, best ruqya. The best ruqya, you only heard ruqya. Best thing you can do is read Surah Al-Fatiha on yourself or others who are ill. Just keep repeating Surah Al-Fatiha. And you are insha'Allah, insha'Allah, allowing for the doors of healing to come from Allah Azza wa Jal. But read it with trust in Allah Azza wa Jal. What else should I do? The Prophet Sallallahu used to place his hand at the location, at the spot of the pain. Here, 
here, no matter where it is. Say three times, Bismillah. 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 Then he used to say seven times, A'udhu Billahi wa Qudratihi min sharima khalaq wa uhadir. We'll say the translation. A'udhu Billah, I seek refuge in Allah and His omnipotence in His power from the evil of what I find and I find, I, I, I find myself wary of. Meaning the ailment. The ailment. I seek refuge in Allah and His power from the evil that I find. Seven times. So, Bismillah three times. Bismillah. 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 I seek Allah and His power from the evil of what I find. Seven times. This is what the Prophet ﷺ used to do. Stay with trust. When you go to bed at night and you're not feeling well, put your hand on the spot. Read the Fatiha, insha'Allah. As many times as you can. And say Bismillah three times and say this. Say it with trust. Just feeling blessed that you are doing what Prophet Muhammad wasallam has done. What else? It is reported that Jibreel salam came in and, 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 and saw the Prophet wasallam and he was going through, he was, going, he was having an illness. And he says, what, how are you feeling? The Prophet of Allah. He says, I'm not feeling well. So Jibreel put his hand on the Head of the Prophet and rubbed on it and rubbed on the location of the pain. And what did he say? He says, Bismillah urqiq min kulli shay'in yu'dik. With the name of Allah, I invoke, I invoke the name of Allah on you, seeking a cure from everything that harms you. Bismillah urqiq min kulli shay'in yu'dik. So put yourself at the location or on someone. And say, with the name of Allah, I seek a cure for you from everything that is harming you. This is Jibreel being sent to him, وسلم, to bless him with that at the location of the pain. Because this is what a blessing from Allah. And this is an opportunity not just to get the healing, as I said, but to build our faith in those moments. To exercise patience and build the repository of patience. That the doors of Jannah open for you. That inshallah Allah even will not even give you a reckoning on the day of judgment. Understand these are the moments before the cure comes. Sometimes we think it's the cure. We're not understanding the blessing is before the cure comes. To show that patience in Allah has, with, with Allah Azza wa To show the trust, the acceptance. To take what you cannot control and say, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. I'm blessed by Allah. Rabbi inni masani adurru. Wa ant arhamu rahimin Rabbi Verses is memorize the dua. It's in Surah Al-Anbiya. I believe verse, verse either 83 or 89. Look it up. 83. 83 Surah Al-Anbiya. Memorize it. Teach it to your children. And teach them inna lillahi wa and see what will happen in their lives insha'Allah. Let us be the best examples we can be. Let us be among those insha'Allah that really practice patience. We ask Allah to bless us with patience. To strengthen us in times of trials. To heal us from our ailments and illnesses. To heal our brothers and sisters who are suffering. To relieve us from our suffering. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, we beseech Ya Allah to grant us your remembrance, Ya Allah. To grant us strength and healing. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, join us with Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, make us among those who turn to you with inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'un at the times of difficulties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, do not test us beyond our limits, Ya Allah. Grant us the ability to withstand all the trials that we go through, Ya Allah. That we pass those tests, Ya Allah, in a manner that pleases you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enter us into 
to Jannah al-Firdaus in the companionship of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma khfir lana wa arhamna wa afu'anna wa tawalla amrana wa ahsan khalasana wa akhtim bilbaqiyat salihat amalana inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'un inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'un rabbana inna massana al-dur wa anta arhamur rahimin rabbana inna massana al-dur wa anta arhamur rahimin rabbana inna massana al-dur wa anta arhamur rahimin wa salli lahum ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa aqam as-salah